Welcome, listener, to the return slot. Of where's the nog? I need to get married. <laughs> a podcast recorded in the basement of a video store. After hours when the doors are locked, the balsam fur is twinkling, and the moon is glowing pale blue on a snowy winter night, we like to hang out in the basement, light a fire with some birch wood, crack open a drink, and discuss our beloved genre, horror. Every episode, we invite you to join us for a frosty libation as we discuss a film selected from one of our painstakingly curated subsections of the video store. That's right. For anyone uh, uninitiated or unlucky enough to have grown up without an independent video store, Mickey, do you care to explain this? Yes, I'm glad you asked so I can give my unprepared response. Back in the day before there was streaming, even before Blockbuster, there were independent video stores. And to appease the appetites of movie nerds like myself, Michelangelo, Chris, Molly, Marika, and so many others, they would fill their shelves with video nasties and uh, independent uh, films. These mom and pop shops were responsible for taking the horror genre from limited theater runs and late night drive-ins into the homes of every small American town. But what really made these video stores special were the people working in the store, curating personalized sections based on their interests and the interests of their patrons. Recommendations based on conversations, not algorithms. So here at the return slot, we keep that spirit alive and strong. And we hope you enjoy perusing our sections, or our sections, <laughs> and joining in. You're doing so our, well. <laughs> and joining in on our conversations. I said sex, sex, I don't know. I really screwed that section. It's, it's a holiday episode and you're being vulgar. This is a family podcast. Got that um, nog in me. I am going to warn the listener. Uh, this is a hangout, drink, and talk with friends about movies podcast. This is not a yes. film review or a no. critical analysis, although it's probably a critical analysis of ourselves and sure, our lives. Of myself. <laughs> uh, you know, we're really just asking ourselves, what do these horror films tell us about our lives, about ourselves, how we see ourselves reflected in these stories, and how we can better understand each other and ourselves through these films beautifully um, put thank you sir tonight we are joined by the very silent so far very wonderful friend uh of the podcast voice of the podcast molly hey <laughs> that's not the voice no. <laughs> hey guys hey we're hey so guys. happy to have you tonight <laughs> it's a family affair this evening oh yes you mean you're so merry to have me yes yes yeah that's what i thought very merry very merry very um, merry very merry to be here now if you're a constant listener, you know we've had some staff meeting holiday episodes. Uh, so we're going to not be diving into uh, Mickey and I's necessar necessarily our Christmas past and how it's reflected through this film because we've kind of touched on it a little bit in previous episodes. But I probably will be asking some questions to you, Molly. Like, okay. Um, what, just real quickly, do you have. Christmas films that are a must-have every year, and are any of them horror? Mm. You know, I'm not a big Christmas movie person. 
Um, I think I prefer a little horror sprinkled into a Christmas film. Um, I mean, I feel like Elf is probably pretty good. Mm-hmm. If it's on, you got to watch yeah. it, right? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You're, you're yeah. a solid Elf. Yeah. You're a solid it's Elf great. fan. Yeah, it's hard not to love that. But yeah, no, I mean, like, I, I don't know that I really have staple Christmas films, but yeah, I prefer a little horror sprinkled in. I think with Mickey as your husband, I mean, you have a probably have a pretty big lineup from through him of stuff that's going to be on, right? For Christmas? Yeah, I mean, he's we he's, don't do like big Christmas watches, really. I, we we typically get in a family vacation. Or I mean, uh, I, uh, I mean, once Halloween's over, we just mourn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, we're in yeah, mourning. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, you know. I, I, I think every year we get a Christmas vacation in. I, I think it's a pretty solid staple. Our, our yes. son, Little Gremlins. Gremlins. Uh, Gremlins. You know what? I haven't watched Gremlins in a really long time. We, we, I watch it every year. We must oh, watch it. We must watch it this week. Yes. And Mickey, uh, for the listener, Mickey is wearing a very festive and wonderful Christmas sweater that has uh, some mogwai on there. <laughs> Oh, I should have worn my and shirt. some gremlins. It has the Mogwai yeah, yeah. and the gremlins. Yeah, the gremlins look like they're kind of like hanging off of the. Yeah, lights. I didn't even notice it yeah. at first. It kind of and, blends and then, in yeah. real nice. And then Mogwai is uh, a better known as Gizmo is the center Gizmo. of the shirt. Yeah, yeah, we got to watch that. We, we got to watch it this week. I love it. it. I love it. We're doing it. Yeah, I haven't seen it in so long. So speaking of. Christmas horror films before we get to our Christmas horror or holiday winter festival horrors film. Um, mm-hmm. You know, this, this week we find ourselves in the snow place like death section mm-hmm. of the video store Going in celebration. Yep. In celebration of all winter festivals, festivities and traditions from around the world. I thought I was going to have a stroke saying that sentence. Like I, I, I <laughs> there was actually like a vein in your neck that just got larger and larger. I, 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 I got ready to push my side buttons on my phone. <laughs> There's, I, I like, as you'll, as I'm sure you know, I, I like alliteration. Uh, and sometimes my brain uh, goes, what are you doing? That's all right. Yeah, Thanks. I couldn't say section. <laughs> so before we get to that section of the podcast before we get to our film um what are we drinking tonight on this snowy winter mm-hmm. christmasy holiday hanukkah just happened evening can i go Molly? First? hold on yes okay. please okay uh okay in in honor of the festivities and the film I'm going to attempt to say this and it's going to be wrong. Um, it's a Nuremberger. Nuremberger. Nuremberger? I don't know. Uh, Gerstacker okay. Nuremberger. Yeah, what do you, what, tell us about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, just keep saying it. I think you'll we'll all get it eventually. I'll eventually oh. get it. Everybody's Googled it by now. Um, I wish you could see the label. We should throw a label of it up on the old gram. Uh, it's a holiday, help me out, Mickey. It's like a holiday spiced wine that you warm. It's like a German yeah. holiday it's, drink. Um, it's spiced wine that you warm up in before you drink it. So I'm having that in my tiny mm-hmm. little birthday cup. Oh, that's so sweet. 
yeah, it's 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 a warm, sweet red wine that that uh, in past uh, in yesteryears, there's this little town in I believe it's either Belgium or Germany. Sorry, but you you would walk the streets and do your holiday shopping, and every store would have warm cups of this wine waiting for you. Yeah, it's, it's just very like delicious for, for free. Chris. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think that's what Loosen it says in the bottle. Get you to shop. Nuremberg Krift Kindles. What's the um? What are the uh uh like spices that are used in it? What are the notes? It's I don't know. It's like cinnamon, clove. Um, what else, Mickey? I can't remember. It's like cinnamon, clove, leather, sandalwood, sandalwood. No, it's not. (laughs) I don't know. I don't. No, no, no. Uh, Yeah, it's like a cinnamony, clovey, spicy wine. Yeah, yeah. it's delicious. That's great. It's not and not too sweet. Yeah. So you're going. She. You're going warm. You're going warm and spice, mm-hmm. Mickey. What do you? What do you? Uh, what are you having? I'm golden. I'm going cold, refreshing as ice. Oh, I got myself here a Great Lakes Christmas ale made with nice. spices and honey. Mm-hmm. Uh, just says spices and honey, and it tastes yeah. like it. T- you know, I've really gotten into the Christmas ales this year. Uh, I'm gonna take a little it- swig, and I'll let let you know what I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. I get a touch of uh, honey. I get a touch of and other spices. spices. <laughs> so specific. <laughs> and not repetitive at all. <laughs> <laughs> now, we have we have been going and getting quite a few Christmas ales just to try them all out and see what we like. Mm-hmm. And so far, I got to give a shout out. This Great Lakes is a great beer, but I also want to give a special shout out to Southern Tier, who made a great two-time Christmas mm-hmm. ale this year. Mm-hmm. Definitely delish, worth a pickup. It's been my delish. favorite so far. It's got also coriander cri- and orange peel. The, the Their Christmas cookie is also like... Awesome. See, yeah, I have it. It looks like it would be heavy and sweet. No, it's you would think that, but it's actually like it, and it is very boozy. It's like uh, like a 10, 12 percenter, but it's like it's like really drinkable, Hmm. really like kind of light and drinkable despite its like sweetness. Yeah. Yeah. They do a good job. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. If you go back and listen to our missed episode, I'm drinking one of those and it goes, it goes, it goes down. And it goes down. Oh, man. And, 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 you know, you got to be careful with those things. (laughs) How much, what's your, what's on your, the Christmas sales are usually pretty boozy. What's the uh, alcohol? 7.5. Okay, that's pretty low actually for Christmas yeah. ale. Yeah, yeah. That's good. You want you don't want to get trashed yeah. in front of your family and on the podcast. No. You know, you want to no, the, loosen the, up. Yeah, the Southern Tier is a higher uh, ABV. Yeah. So what are you drinking, man? Um, I am having. Speaking of Christmas ale, I'm having a, and I'm probably going to say this incorrectly, but I'm having a Saint Bernardus Christmas ale. Oh. Are you familiar? Yeah. It's the monk, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, uh, it is, uh, I got it here. Uh, it's a dark, full, fruity beer. Um, you got notes of anise, caramel, uh, I believe that's fire roasted anus. chest. Anus. Yes. Thank you. Anus. Mickey. Uh-huh. It yeah. tastes like anise. Um, uh, fire roasted chestnuts, dried fruits, and chocolate. So you kind of get that like yeah. Christmas dried fruit cake, chocolatey, caramely, and it's like it's frosty and it's cold, but it's it's like it like oh man, 
does like it warming warm you as it up? goes down oh yeah. so mm. warm it's like the perfect beer to warm your cold-blooded heart and bring a glow to your mm. face as you're being forced oh, wow. to uh, interact with the people you work with and family members during this so, time so what, 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 what's <laughs> the abv what's the abv on that this is actually um uh a 10 percent um ah, there is warm there, there's another beer i use right mm -hmm. uh, there's a uh, another beer i usually prefer that is uh kind of in the same vein but opposite called still knocked but it's like a 12 percenter so it's like i have to be i'm, I'm trying not to get like two off the end tonight so i'm just having yeah. this one after i fin you, you saw me drinking <laughs> i finished a, a regular beer just like a regular <laughs> austrian beer yeah. and you know like a lager and i'm this this will be my uh my baby for the night as well like my baby. Like as we get into discussing tonight's film michael doherty's love letter to yuletide capitalism mm. 2015's <laughs> krampus this moderately successful film is a beloved tradition in certain cold weather carnival circles, mine included, and started a wave of knockoff sequels and copycats that don't hold a Christmas candle to this well-crafted film. Yes. Um, uh, before we jump into it, were you guys aware of Krampus before this film came out? I, I was no, not. I don't think so. Yeah, it, it it's 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 I feel like around 2010. This this came out in 2015. I feel like around 2010 Krampus started creeping in places. Yeah. The first uh, time I think they did something special here with Scarehouse and when Krampus mm. came out, remember Mickey? Yeah. They did some sort of like I don't know what it was, some sort of partnershipy kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And that's when I learned I about it. Yeah. yeah, like just of the Krampus tradition or of the movie? I don't know. I feel like it was tied together. It was like something that Scarehouse was doing and mm -hmm. like Krampus was coming out. I don't know. I don't know. Well, yeah, my, for, my, those, for those who might ahead. not know what Scarehouse is, what is Scarehouse? It's a haunted house in Pittsburgh. Mm. But, but, but well, it's been featured on like TV shows, like the travel shows and stuff like that. It, it often gets rated like the number one. Mm haunted house in america and and it Very also well it, co it like for years they worked with legendary films which mm -hmm. you know and legendary films is a part of this and mm -hmm. um and so yeah there there yeah, was some the kind of partnership thing that like yeah the it was campus like was going to be coming out and they were doing something i, I don't know yeah anyway well it did also it, they, they, they have a they have partnerships with um tom savini's uh special effects makeup school so you do get like high quality scare house here. I mean, it's it's not just about jump scares. It's like high end production value. Um, you know, just like they're not working with Weta Workshop, but they are like recreating some of the things from the Krampus movie in this scare house that will be, you know, at that caliber. Oh, that that must have been amazing to go to because the monsters in this movie mm -hmm. are incredible. Are mm -hmm. awesome. Um Mickey, you Even this is your guys. pick. Yep. Um, this is your pick. Why why Krampus? And um, what is your, I, your history and relationship with the film? Molly, do you remember the first time we watched this? No. It it was it was bum it was bouncing around. This was like a year or two after it was out. It was kind of bouncing around and all these people were talking about 
when you have little kids, it's hard to get away to the movie, right? So you really have to mm-hmm. pick and choose. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of times what Molly and I are picking and choosing are prestige films getting closer to like the the Oscar season. Um, so our kids are little, so it's hard for us to see a lot of new things. So I didn't see Krampus when it came out. But I kept hearing buzz around people that I really value their opinions of being like, ah, it's pretty yeah. good, man. It's pretty good. I think yeah, you should wait, watch it. I think you'll really years dig ago, it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Campbell was six. And, yeah. Like, yeah. We didn't see that in the theater. Yeah. So I it was probably I don't know if it was streaming or a rental. We got it. We popped it on and we were both like, this is hella fun. Kind of great. You know, kind of great. Yeah. I, I hope it was a rental and not it a was streaming. a rental. It was a rental. Okay. We don't stream. I was kidding. <laughs> and so that's, that's my <laughs> long running joke. <laughs> Busted. Ah, bust it. No, uh, oh, but, someone's not getting their Christmas <laughs> bonus this year. <laughs> But uh, after I make that big plea of like, we don't use algorithms. Uh, no, um, but it's just, it's super fun. And it scratches an itch that I have, which is, you know, I love like monster features from like the 80s. Those are the things that I grew up on. I feel like this captures uh, tonally that same kind of like um, fun atmosphere of the monster. And while still like it delivers on scares, it still provides humor uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I think it's um, it makes itself available to a wide range of ages, and mm-hmm. it's just well, it it's works. A, it's a fun ride. So it works so well, I think, because everybody's so grounded mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. unnatural and like what could be a very goofy environment. Oh, this movie could yeah. be chintzy, cheesy. It could be terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah car- caricatures of relationships, yeah. but it's like yes. very grounded and and mm-hmm. anchored by like phenomenal actors, yeah. like yes. you know, yes. the best, mm-hmm. the best, Argu- arguably one of the greatest living actors of of you know modern day Tony Collette, the kid who plays Howie, the kid who plays Howie, the kid who plays Max. No, no, no. The kid who plays Howie. That's the one chink in this. That that's, that was a note of mine. I was like, I really could have used no how, like a little character. The, you can have a no line part, but like, you, A, you have to be very good to pull off a no line part. And you can yeah. blink at least. Yeah, but it's just like it's I could have used a little character arc with him so yeah. that when he died. I felt something. But I guess I mean maybe the point was like, yeah, he's finally dead and he's going yeah. out by eating a cookie. Yeah, can't resist it. Can't resist that kid. Resist can't resist it. that cookie. But and they knew it. Is, they knew it. Do you think that Michael uh, Doherty kind of has that as one of his like things? Because he, he he slightly reminded me of the kid from the beginning of Trick or Treat. Yeah, there was some like yeah, there was some like similarities. I, I think it's. I always think it's the same actor, but it's not. I'm pretty sure no. it's not. Um, no, it's not. It's not. It it's not. It's like, does he have something against chubby? <laughs> like, was he picked on by like a picked chubby on. blonde maybe, curly haired kid? Bullied. Or, yeah. 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 Maybe he knew somebody. Yeah. Or was mm-hmm. he a chubby curly haired kid? And that's why he shaves his head and he like lost the weight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is it yeah. self hatred mm-hmm. or is it hatred for Could something be. in the past? Or yeah. or is it just like a like a known entity within the film world that it's like. Everybody loves to see a chubby kid die. You gotta have it. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, 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 it goes back to that 80s uh, creature thing I'm talking about. Every yeah. every group, whether it was the um, Monster Squad or if it was the Goonies, they had their, they had their you know, their chunk. But they, they, that character has an arc 
and they're usually yes. very interesting in both of those yes. films. Um, yes. This the, the, the Howie is like the one uh, aspect of this film where I feel like he's constantly subverting your expectations on certain things, yes. like how the daughter how like quickly and unceremoniously she's just dead. I always yep. think she's going to come back later. And she, I mean, she does at the end and we'll get to that. Uh, yeah. But like, I always think she's like, oh, something else is going to come of this. And it's like, no, she's gone. No, doesn't. Um, but so how fast. is the one, the one time where I feel like he's not subverting my expectations. He's, it's, it's, right. it's a very stereotypical thing that happens with him. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, but outside of that, Wonderful, obviously. Uh, 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 Molly, Mickey kind of covered your your origin story with this, but um, do you have anything to add to that? Uh, no, no, not really. Other than uh, we did watch it a year ago as part of our little horror film movie group that we do. Uh, we try to do it once a month. Are the kids part our... of that? No, it's adults only. So, um. This was our movie. This was uh, when we hosted last year. I think it was it December. It might have been December. Yeah. And uh, it's a good pick. That's a solid pick. pick. And it was fun. Yeah. Because it was like Christmas time horror and we all laughed and talked through it. And it's one of those films that like actually is really fun and good to watch, but you can still talk over it and not miss anything really, you know? Yeah. So well, it's, it's captivating enough. It's a fun that group if you... watch. It's captivating enough that if you are like doing a group watch that mm -hmm. I can promise you if it's their first time watching it, they're not, they're not saying much other than like, no. oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, yeah, 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 say, yeah, yeah. Because I have been in groups where we watch and it's like the movie has to be, yeah, yeah. It's like simultaneously, like you got that Ari Aster sort of like baseline of like this very serious drama that's happening. But then like at the forefront, you have this like 80s creature feature, like yep. laugh. You could talk to like you could you could go either way with it. You could be in a dark yeah. room, I mean, totally silent. You have gingerbread cookie men shooting a nail gun. Yeah. And laughing, <laughs> and laughing maniacally. Yeah. Great. Yeah. It's great. While he is like terrified. You know, yeah. the the gingerbread men scene was the one scene when I originally saw this film where I was like, you know, everything's so good except for the gingerbread man. It doesn't hold up Oh my up God, to I me. love really? it. But, I love it. And uh, then the but dog. Not, yeah, but like uh, <laughs> upon this viewing, I was like, they're fucking great. They look really Wait, good. Yeah. And they giggle. Yeah. They're little gigglers. You know, they're yeah. just having a good time. Yeah. They're having a swell time. Well, and then they're not, you know. Have you seen. They got. Have you seen the behind the scenes Weta Workshop videos yes. they did on these? Okay. Yes, like the 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 Krampus performer, the puppeteer, um, uh, Luke Hawker. Yeah, doing God's work in there. He's like in Dude, this like man. seventy pound costume on stilts, and he yep. everything he sees is through like a camera. Little yeah, there's like a little screen. This little screen. screen. Is he Krampus? Does he? Do He's Krampus. Krampus. Yeah. Krampus? Okay. Like, and just yeah is uh, that his real tongue yes yeah actually that was real <laughs> everyone in new zealand has a tongue like that actually oh, that's why the women yeah. are so happy oh, yeah. oh, hey. 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 um but yeah no the uh yeah but the one thing i noticed in that that documentary little like behind the scenes thing i saw 
was that they talk about Michael Doherty and he does this thing of wanting to make sure that it's scary and it's, they're real monsters, but there's also an element of like playfulness to it all. Right. Like, Oh it, yeah. It's so similar to like Sam, right? Sam is like terrifying. From trick or treat. Also. Yep. Sorry. From trick or treat. Terrifying, but also like, just adorable you know it's really? like these these like those little well, elves they're little yeah there's little sam little right adorable there sam. i always got them close and, by know, but let's 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 also say that you know not all the monsters in this movie are adorable well Some of no them are downright i mean like scary. the jack the jack in the box is pretty is, damn creepy yeah the, the krampus himself oh, oh yes. the cherub is terrifying yeah, um and krampus is like terrifying. like they're all, they're all like the, it's really just <laughs> the gingerbread men are, are adorable. Terrifying. Yeah. The snowmen, thought... the snowmen popping up, they get creepier and creepier. That's a mm -hmm. great prank to pay, play on somebody. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Start building like, like, in, in, in uh, like increasingly scary, like, like and scarier, like looking. Closer, closer. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. No, we should do that if it ever snows again. If it ever snows, we, damn, yeah. it's global it warming. I mean, it did snow a little bit today, but if we ever get it on the ground, yeah. Uh, well, you know, if you come to the video store, it's perfect weather for every time of year. So it's yeah. awesome. It's, you, you come yeah. into the store and there's snow just falling down and the, the windows inside. is frosted. No, on the oh. outside. You're seeing from <laughs> oh, the, yeah. Okay. No place like death. <laughs> So um my my history with it uh, real quick um uh was uh so if you've list if you listen to our staff meeting episode from a couple of years ago um uh and you're a constant listener you will know I've had quite a journey with Christmas. Um I hated it for a very 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 long time. Um but through Mickey actually has learned to embrace this time of year. Pause and can we pause and cue the uh, soft, heartfelt music. Continue on. <laughs> yeah, some like like instrumental Christmassy. Yep. 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 Um, yep. And now go. Mickey really like turned me around legitimately on like uh, ex like accepting this time of year and being a part of its traditions without any cynicism um, towards it. Uh, and if you listen to those episodes, you'll hear the detailed discussion we go into about it. Um, but part of embracing that now has been like, there's this whole world of Christmas film, Christmas horror films that I just refused to watch before. And now that I've gotten to enjoy and I'm like, of course, the guy who directed Trick or Treat, one of my favorite Halloween films and Halloween being my favorite time of year. I'm like, well, I'm I'm. I'll go out on a limb and say he probably did a, uh, a uh, an acceptable job with Christmas. <laughs> and he yeah. really, I mean, the movie just beams and oozes Christmas in every shot, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. how, how someone could show up at Tony Collette's house like the mm -hmm. ant and be, have anything negative to say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh my gosh, I would love to be in that house this yeah. time of year. How much conservatively, how much do you think she spends on candles this time of year? Oh, a lot. Oh. She's a large candle budget. Fifteen hundred. I was going conservatively, I was like two thousand easy. Just yeah. just for the just for the Christmas budget. Just for the Christmas mm -hmm. budget. Just Christmas, you know? yeah. 
Um, they should have spent more on logs, though. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep that fire burning. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Omi knows. Omi knows. Mm-hmm. It it's what what I think is cool about you know the um something I take away and I've watched this quite a few times and every time I think that that new onions and layers unravel before me and watching it this time I really was like there is something to be said about old world traditions and us we can know that they are I'm gonna say fake, but it's like it's as real as it is to the person. Let them have that, right? It's well, like you as know, long as you're not causing problems for other people. Harm, I, it's I, causing I hear, harm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Harm or not, or, or, yeah. or stress, depression, yeah. anxiety on someone. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. But 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 there are lessons to be learned. There there are lessons to be learned. These stories survive for generations for a reason. Mm-hmm. Outside mm-hmm. of uh, outside of its uh, you know the capitalism of it. Well, the capitalism and, you know, the power and control, but, but just like less about that even, and more about the ability to, as a group of people, whether it's a small group, like a family, uh, uh, you know, or if it's a large group, like just society, it's like, there's a time where we don't have to all believe in the same thing, but we should all have the spirit of of giving the spirit of of love you know trying to you know i don't know I, i'm not really doing a good well uh, an eloquent job of like getting out what i'm, I'm not to doing say. good well i'm, I'm not, not doing, doing good, good well. Do, i don't do good <laughs> no oh, christmas ale got my I'm noggin hearing you the, the the spirit the spirit of christmas which is you know goodwill towards others yeah. right that's yeah. what you're talking about yeah yeah it's like a christmas yeah. this is a christmas carol essentially it's just a retelling of a christmas carol yeah you know now, now on on the subject of before we dive in to the film itself, I just wanted to mention real quick. So, like Krampus, right? Um, yeah. If you're a constant yeah. listener, you know I can never remember a time in my life where I believed in Santa Claus, even as a kid. I never believed in Santa Claus, or at least I ca- I can't remember ever believing in Santa Claus. But the moment I was presented with Krampus, and the more I, like I was like, where have you been all my life? Like I, I, I immediately connected with it and I was like, of course, of course, Krampus exists. Of course, yeah. someone is coming to punish you and you deserve yeah. to be punished for your wicked deeds. It's yeah. like, I think it's that, 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 that's that like Roman Catholic yeah. in me. It's just like, this makes sense. Like yeah. I would have believed that and probably would still believe it to this day. You know what I mean? Like it just like going around just giving 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 yeah giving stuff and away toys and like yeah and why some <laughs> kids get more than their kids yeah yeah it's but now krampus will take and i think yeah. that says something terrible about myself <laughs> and it's something to work out in therapy but i don't think of myself as a uh, a particularly negative person do you guys do you guys see me as a I don't necessarily as a negative... think that that's even a negative thing i think it's just the way that you're looking at it maybe is like well, of course it makes sense if you're like, if you lose hope and you lose, um, you're ungrateful, then, and you're not kind and you're not nice, then you know what? Yeah, maybe you should have some things taken away. Maybe not your family, yeah. but you know. You're, you're you like uh, like fire and brimstone. Punishment is justice, <laughs> not reward good deeds. Yeah. It's punish but wicked I, deeds. Good. Why do you need a reward I, to be good? Just be good. 
be good. But 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 also like you're you're right in that like that's where my mind goes, but that's not how I act in my life. Like oh. I am not I am not a fire and brimstone person, but I feel oh. like that's what's waiting for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, Regardless. Yeah. And w- yeah. w- one thing, uh, uh, a quote from this that um, I think encapula- encapsulates like how scary this whole concept is of Krampus. Um, uh, when Omi says, when hope is lost, when belief is forgotten uh, and the Christmas spirit dies, right? It's, it's, it's not, and the other quote, it's, it's not what you do, it's what you believe and what's what you've uh, given up in your heart, right? So it's like, it doesn't matter if I change my ways or if I act a certain way, if I do the right thing, if you don't- On the outside, it matters. If, you don't, if, if, it's, if it's not belief in here, mm-hmm. it, doesn't, you're, it doesn't matter. And that's yeah. scary because how do you change your belief? It's e- it can be easy to change patterns of behavior and like- right. You know what I mean? But to change what you believe, that's that that takes that's tough. That's tough. That yeah. takes some serious work. Well, that's why you need uh, something as as epic as Krampus killing Krampus. your entire family mm-hmm. to, you know. That'll make you do it. That'll make yeah. you do it. Is he killing Krampus. them? We'll get to that at the end. Oh, yeah. that's what I was just What's about happening? to say. But, does, but does it work? Yeah. Um now, Mickey, you I remember in a previous episode, you, you, you talked about Krampus and you particularly spoke about the opening the of this scene. film. Yep. Which is wow. Right. That that's yeah. really where I used to be with what I felt about Christmas. And um, that uh, is the the opening sequence with the with the shopping and just mm-hmm. slow motion Christmas music. Chaos. It mm-hmm. it is. And 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 not done so over the top that it's like it's not like ridiculous right yeah it's a a slightly exaggerated version but it's not too over the top but very believable but very believable i've been in those crowds i've been in those situations actually literally this is a known thing black friday people like hit each other and fight to get a a thing a thing to get a thing yeah. for their child, and and it's and you talk about your feeling of like you know uh, guilt and like you know maybe I need to be punished. It's like there's also this thing. Uh, it's like parent guilt that is so um, thoroughly exploited during this season, where it's like no, 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 your kid has to have this thing, or you failed as a parent. And it is it is impossible to not feel as a parent. It's impossible. It's but not you even have just to... about one thing. It's also about um I mean, it is a little competition e too, in the way that mm-hmm. like you know, the the more economically um stable home you live in, the more you benefit at Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know. How it's, do you it's, it's a... Yeah. And then you go to school with all those kids too, you know? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we, we've already heard from Mickey on this on previous episodes, Molly, but like, how, how do you manage those expectations from your children who are like being inundated by their friends at school and by uh, social media and commercials? Like how do, how do you manage those expectations so that you don't end up like becoming one of these people 
who's beating another person in order to procure <laughs> the thing that's going to make the holiday special. How do I not become a person that's beating the other person? I mean, it's easy for me. <laughs> I mean, I just don't do that. No, we don't do um we Mickey used to take uh Jackson to like a later in the day Black Friday cuz Jackson always wanted to go. He's the big shopper and um I I never do it. Mm -hmm. I have I refuse to do any of that stuff cuz I think it's crazy, but um but what about like gift like if Campbell when he was younger he's he you know he's a little naive as to the finances that go into Christmas on your guys's end and how do you yeah, like I know. And prepare those expectations? Like, I think most I I think most families um, are probably similar to us where you know some Christmases are really great and then other Christmases are like oh shit like we have mm -hmm. no money coming in right now you know. I don't know. Somehow you just figure it out. And we have been really lucky to somehow be able to always get like the big gift. And then, you know, it's, it's much easier when they're younger than it is when they get older. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I think so. When yeah. they're like elementary. It's cheaper. Yeah. It's much <laughs> it's cheaper, cheaper and it's just easier. Cause you can like, like, the, I remember when Jackson was, you blame it on Santa, like, yeah, God, Santa sucked this year, right? Um, but it, no, like, I remember going to the dollar store when, and I remember this with Jackson because he was my first, but like, just going to the dollar store and just loading up just on like cheap little toys that he's going to play with for five minutes and then move on to the next thing anyway. And then as they get older, I think it's more like junior high and high school years that it really becomes more of a thing where it's like, you know, and I don't I don't go to school with them. And our kids have always been, I think, pretty good um, at understanding different levels of households and knowing that there are extremes in both ways and that we're sort of like middle ground. But and then and, and go in debt for a little bit and <laughs> go in debt for a little bit. <laughs> It is stressful. But I also I also think that there's something that we do. Or at least I, I think this, and you might disagree entirely, but I think that we don't like not give them a good Christmas, but we also don't go so far mm -hmm. to set expectations where it's like we're spoiling them with everything they could possibly want. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is good because it, number one, manages their expectations in life because you're just yeah. not going to always get yeah. everything could you want. Could we buy more? Sure. Should we buy more? No. Like, no. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's yeah. it's just kind of like managing <clears throat> the expectations and also setting limitations on what you're going to do. And it's like there there have been years where our kids are like asking for like a PS4 and uh, a Nintendo Switch and a you know mm -hmm. a personalized computer and a this and you're like and you're like four hundred dollars shoes and <laughs> yeah and you're like no so so the kind of the thing yeah. that that I I think that Molly kind of said this already so I don't want to just like rehash it too much but you know there's that you, you find one item of the big things yeah, and you, you say like the we're gonna thing. we dedicate ourselves to like we're gonna try to get this big thing for them and then the rest is just thoughtful things right it's like Awful, Molly's yeah. doing a good Molly was saying I mean, the other day she's like yeah things that they 
Yeah. I I like I do I do like I do love like them coming into the living room and seeing a lot of presents under the tree. Like it feels like exciting. But a lot of those little things, and I also try to wrap everything individually, <laughs> which might be kind of lame, but like, you know, and they- No, that's and awesome. Also, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, and they also know that like some of those things are going to be socks and those are lame, but mm-hmm. you know what? You've been complaining about socks all year and not having any. So here's an extra pair of socks. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. And, and actually our kids appreciate little things like that. So- a shaving kit. We've done that with both kids. A little like first time shaving kit mm-hmm. costs like nothing. Yeah. It costs like, you know, five bucks. But then immediately they're like, wow. And then we go teach them how to shave. You know, it's like things just don't have to be. I, th- I think what 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 really strikes to the heart of that scene is that what are we teaching? You know, what are we teaching these kids if this is the way we as adults are acting over these things? It's like, yeah. of course, a kid wants shit. A kid sees what their friends have I and want they want shit. it too. Yeah. I want it too. <laughs> but, but, but yeah. we as the adults are kind of, it's kind of our mission to like make sure that they don't become worse versions of ourselves. And this time of year is the kind of a time of year we can either take that opportunity and do well with it, or you can take it and really, really show them a bad version of, of adults. And do, what about like uh, um, your relationship as a married couple during this time of year, like regarding the stress, just put stress on your relationship and do you guys, you, you know, you have such a focus on your kids. Are you able to like, what's that like when it's like, okay, I we got to worry about the kids, but then like getting your spouse something, do you have, have you worked mm-hmm. out some, some sort of agreement with one another? try we we we. i think we both know that we're not going to spend crazy money on each other and most of it does go to the boys but then we like we were just talking about this last night do we want to do we get each other this many things each or do we stick to a dollar amount you know so we yeah. try to mm-hmm. we try to figure it out yeah and and i i don't I also like to, when I'm thinking about presents and shopping for Molly, I, I try. I try December to birthday. So yeah, I try. I try to make it. Yeah, it, that's always I rough for make, a, de- a December birthday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a week away. It's a week out though. Just over a week out. So it's uh, oh, it's not it's rough. It's it's rough. And she gets like it's you work out. You make out pretty good. Yeah. I got I got a lot of bourbon. She did get a lot of bourbon for her birthday. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, but I, I try to make sure that that I'm spending money on things that are also not just like stupid stuff, stuff. but experiences. Wait. I like to buy experiences. You know, it's like because that's something you really can get something out of. Like like um that is that is a big one for me. I see you're you're kind of baiting me here a little bit because I almost gave away my Christmas presents to her no. while we're talking. I was like, uh, by experiences, I mean, yeah, 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 no, yeah. Does Mickey now? I know Mickey, Molly, and as as I'm sure you do, and he likes to be the guy who goes above and beyond, who always says yes, who gets things done, and always surprises you. So, like, does he stick to whatever agreement you have, or does he like try I, I to like work in a little? I think I'm, I might 
I don't know. Do you think I do that more? Like go outside of the agreement a little bit or or you? You probably break break the deal. Yeah, I think that you're more like. I think I break the deal more because I'm like, oh, but ah. I just kind of also wanted to get this. Yeah. 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 I also well, I I also am like a stressful. It stresses me out to think about. I try really hard to think about thoughtful things or useful things, and I stress out about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? It makes me makes me anxious. Why? Um, because I don't want to just buy stupid stuff like socks and be like, here, here's some socks. Like, I want to think about something that like you've thought of. I, and I try to listen throughout the year and I always think, oh, I'm going to remember that. And then I never do. <laughs> and then Christmas comes and I'm like, oh, shit, what was that thing? Um, but I don't know. I just want it to be like thoughtful or really useful gifts. That's that's what I want. And I just feel like I'm not really great at it. So it like stresses me out. I highly recommend what what I do because like I've I've been in your situation many times for birthdays and celebrations of all different types of things and like I often find myself uh, somewhere where it's no one's birthday, it's not a holiday, nothing's happening, and I see the perfect see gift for somebody something. I know and, and I you care buy about. It then. And, well, no, I don't buy it then. What I do is I just have a running list of the important people in my life. And it's like, okay, let me write this down. Yeah, this is I a do good make, gift idea. I do start making lists, but I don't do it until like later in the year. You got to do it. Like just do it I year know. round. Just keep a running list. I yeah, I know. I know. Well, one of the things I've, I've started doing with my mom and dad here recently is like, because they're, you know, they're the same type, right? It's like they don't need any more stuff, right? They're retired. Yeah. They live pretty good. They still need more stuff. So what I've been doing is I've been buying different types of journaling things. So like it might be like, here's a book, Dad, and every day it prompts you to tell me a story about your childhood, and then you'll gift that back to me next year. Yeah, or you've like, told right, you've told us about yeah. this before on the podcast. Yeah, that's a really great gift. Yeah, and right now I'm working on one that uh, I'm going to give my mom, and it's called Mom. I wrote a book um, about you. And I'm filling in all the pages of stories about her and things that we've gone through so that she'll have a little book that I've written about her. That's a, that's really sweet. Yeah. That's really sweet. You're like Max. Such a sweet boy. Yeah. Such a sweet yeah. curly oh, haired boy. Oh, Maxi pad. They used to call me Mickey pad. Oh, Mixy pad. Mickey pad. <laughs> um, have, have, did, did any of you guys, speaking of Max, did, 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 were any of you, uh, uh, in the nativity play as a child oh yeah okay mickey mickey's raising his hand oh, molly's yeah, no. saying no? no no okay okay no uh mickey who'd you, who'd you play i've played multiple parts through multiple years sometimes i'm just a shepherd sometimes i'm joseph joseph is kind of the tops i've never been baby jesus but uh i have been I think I've been. I don't an think usually. Before. I don't think. I don't think Jesus <laughs> is usually played by a human, just because it's a bunch of other little kids up there, and to have an infant maybe isn't a good idea. I just put but, on a yeah. diaper. I walk up there. <laughs> at, at, at your years current old. age, <laughs> yeah. I'm baby Jesus. What? Um, <laughs> Jesus. Baby Jesus is, has such hairy legs. Oh my god. <laughs> 
but yeah, no, I, I, I played them all, man. I, yeah, you know, my relationship to churches and stuff and I yeah. grew up in them and my parents always had me in, in some kind of nativity scene, um, which I'm telling you, it's not a good gig. Cause we had one in a, in a small town. I grew up in Texas where it was an outdoor nativity scene and you did shifts so that it, like it stayed on all the time. <laughs> so you'd be like standing there for like three hours as like an 11 year old boy in the freezing cold and like, you know, and just like a shepherd's robe. I always, uh-huh. And you know what? I also remember um, because, you know, some of the churches, we, we think, some churches have like legit like budgets and do some like pretty wild stuff around Christmas. I feel like we were always at the poor churches and like, so we didn't have to provide our own wardrobe. So I'd like show up in a bathrobe <laughs> that was like, you know, <laughs> kind of touched up to look like an old timey. Like, you know. <laughs> it's like, a, I'm like in my mom's like, you know, pink bathrobe is Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Michelangelo? Uh, Similar to Mickey, I played a bunch of different roles, the shepherds, and and of course, you know, I think Joseph is the top for the guys. Joseph mm. is the is the top top the 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 greatest cuck in history. Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, but uh, uh, I I played many parts, but unlike you, uh, you know, Roman Catholic Church. So it's like I'm performing in like these this ornate, beautiful yeah. church. And it's actually very scary, uh, but it feels very important. And you're doing like you're you're doing like three performances like around mm-hmm. cri- like Christmas. You're on. Legit. And like is this uh, is this where you got the acting bug? Is this not because there was no positive reinforcement and there was no acting. <laughs> it was just like standing around. Uh, um, we, we talked about my, uh, we talked about my, 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 uh, our town boner that, uh, yeah. (laughs) Your mom got to see her son with a boner in our town? Well, no, no, now, now, uh, go back and listen to the holiday staff meeting episode and you'll hear the full story. We're not going to get into it here, but my mom did not see my boner is the point, but I did have one. Yeah. And it was one of her favorite acting moments of mine. Talking about Molly. like kids acting. You, about, this story. you should, yeah, you need to go back and listen. You're talking about kids acting in church plays. Did I ever tell you my Wes Bentley story? Wes Bentley, yeah, the, the actor. actor from American Beauty and Mission yes. Impossible. Correct. And 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 Hunger, Hunger Games. Games, Yellowstone. Yeah, it's like <clears throat> Wes Bentley and I grew up in the same area in Northeast Arkansas. I went to high school, and. The, we were both part of a, a of a like Methodist church youth group of like multiple cities, but the kids would get together and do like summer camps and you know anyway in this network. And they were doing a passion play, and oh the Jesus, passion play that's passion some serious play. shit. That's yeah. that's Jesus dying. I know. So everyone and, and knows. I, and I was and I was a, just slightly younger than Wes Bentley, but I was like I'm gonna be Jesus in this thing. And I got beat out by Wes Bentley. He he has fairer skin than you. (laughs) But but I was sitting there the day that we were doing it after, you know, lots of rehearsals, stuff like this. And here comes Wes Bentley coming down. And I, and I shit you not, I was like, this guy is incredible. This guy is incredible. (laughs) Yeah. Those icy blue eyes. I was like, there's no way I would have ever gotten this role from him. 
And then when he went on to, you know, go to Juilliard and, and just crush it as a career, I was like, oh, well, then I'm obviously like number two behind him on everything. Oh, okay. number two, for sure. Number two. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the old number West one Bentley. in our lives, but number Thank two to you. West I Bentley. Appreciate that. Yeah, he says that next week West Bentley's going to be on this podcast. <laughs> Don't be like, hey, no, Mickey. Yeah, no, they'll, they'll all be calling each other Mickey. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where West Bentley got the acting bug. Yeah, yeah. Breaking news. You heard it here first. Oh, wow. <laughs> so what do we think about Adam Scott calling Max a honey? What do you think about hey, fathers who call their sons honey? Wait, That's when little, does he do that? Is that what he calls he, it? it so, at, at, in, the, in the dinner scene yeah. when uh, his cousins find his yeah, letter to Santa letter. and they're making fun yeah. of him and they get into the fight. He, yeah. He's like, he, he calls his son honey when he's breaking it up. Oh, he's like, honey, didn't, didn't even register. Yeah. I'm a little, I'm a little old fashioned. You don't like it. I don't. What do you want to call him? Due to the society we grow up in that we're in, like, I don't know if it's great to, to call your son, honey. What should he call him? It makes him too sensitive. You can call him a sweetie pie, baby pants. Oh, well, I agree. I agree. Sweetie pie, baby pants. My little sexy dude. My little sexy dude. Oh, God. Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't say that. Uh, Um, Wes Bentley's number two said that. Um, (laughs) No, what do you you think? As as a father, what do you think about that, Mickey? I mean, it's a a tricky, you don't want to be, you don't want to be regressive. You don't want to be chauvinistic. I don't think there's, I don't think it's, I think it's fine. I, I never called my kids honey. But that's also not how you talk. Yes, yeah. right. You don't call anybody well, honey. You don't call anybody. I do you sometimes. No. Yeah, I do, do too. You go honey sweetie. Yeah, he's talking he's talking to me, Molly. Oh, yeah. I well, oh, yeah. you, you know, did, we got we have a shorthand at you know how like you have a work wife? I'm Mickey's yeah. work wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is yeah. A t- also a totally normal thing in American uh, working culture to have a work spouse, right? I mean, that makes totally, just, yeah. it's not weird. It's not gross. It's not inappropriate. Totally normal. As yeah. long as none of those weird, gross, inappropriate things are happening, then um, sure. Well, I mean, I mean, when we're, well, we're in we're the sanctity spouse. of this video store, yeah. he I mean, is he would, my yeah. husband. Yeah, and yeah. that's my wife. That's right. He will Proof. do his wifely duties. I approve. Yeah. Okay. Molly's fine with it. Okay. I mean, I assume she so, was. Okay. No, I, w- I would never call a kid my kid's honey. That's not me. If I saw another guy do it, it might it might like make me take pause, but I'm kind of like, whatever. You know, it's like, if that's the worst thing you're doing, is it, if that's the worst name you're calling your kid, I'm fine with it. I, I just, I yeah, I also think it depends on the person. Like, yeah. you know, I, yeah. I mean, yeah, Adam Scott fun. delivers the line well. I'm he so delivers well all his lines even, so well. I didn't notice it. Yeah. He he says things that I think a lesser actor, it would be like, this is such a poorly uh, written I, stereotypical there are so part. Many but he gives like that. he gives he gives such complexity to those lines that yeah. it's like you he's saying one thing, but you see the other. Mm-hmm. Like you know? at the mm-hmm. like it like it can I get into can I say like at yeah. the end, whenever you know they're all being pulled out the window and he goes. Oh, great. 
like just the way he's so dry about it you're just uh-huh. it's it's yeah. awesome yeah he's like yeah, yeah. it gets oh, a chuckle the, the, the yeah, attic scene oh, great the attic scene where like they mm-hmm. see the and, it, and and i can't remember what he says but it's just something like what the fuck or so, something like like just yeah. just just you know yeah. the 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 humor and then the yeah. immediate horror of yeah. this yeah, thing yeah 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 it's great um omi what do we think of Omi? So sweet. Well, she's very cryptic. Face. Very cryptic. I know. Cryptic. Like speak up. Cryptic. Say like say it. What it's like if you knew so this long. was gonna happen. I know. By, she does by, wait a long yeah, time. I, I hear. Mean, I hear what you're saying, but like, like, also people would think she's crazy. Right. So until maybe that's what do. she's and dealing un- with. They until do until they start to see proof. Until they start to see, once things start unraveling, then she's like, okay, well, now they won't think I'm so crazy because some of these things have already happened. So now's my chance. Except for old uh, uh, brother-in-law. What's his yeah. face? David Coker. Uh, yeah, she's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but um, yeah. no, I actually do love her. I-, I love that the idea of, and I hope this doesn't come off, I hope I don't get canceled for saying this, but that strong, like, European like wise older woman like you know she's been like yeah she's hardened. been through some shit life has hardened her grandmas man. just just grandmas but grandmas. but I, I, when you add eastern european to it for sure yeah well like yeah. like pearl's mom you know it's like there's a toughness and you know uh, <laughs> she's a little different from, <laughs> from omi Bobby's <laughs> not fucking insane. <laughs> you know, just the oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Pearl. Yeah, Pearl's, Pearl's mom, mom is is Pearl's actually a really awesome mean, lady. Though. Yeah, it's very strong. A little too tough. Maybe a little too, too tough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I like how she speaks basically exclusively German. Yep. Throughout mm-hmm. or Austrian yeah, throughout the entire I, film. And I like that she speaks it to Max and he never speaks it back to her. He only responds in English, but they understand each other. It, I like and, that. And, nice. and and Adam Scott as well. It's like it it, it says yeah. something about their intelligence level, but but mm-hmm. their assimilation into American uh-huh. culture. Yeah. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I do like that. Uh, when when she's making all the cookies, when they're when they're mm-hmm. back at the house and then she's making all the like. I grew up with my my uh, grandma, my nanny, and my mother making cookies in the house, and like that was like a really beautiful scene. And then when Adam Scott's like, "Mom, don't go crazy on the cookies. We bought we bought a bunch." The look on her mm-hmm. face is like I've seen yeah. that look many times on my nanny's yeah. face. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, their relationship, Omi's Omi, and Je- like I lost my grandmother this year, not too long ago, and it was just like, you know. The moment she was on on screen, I'm like, <laughs> I miss my grandpa. And it's like you really don't know what you have until it's taken away from you. And that's a yeah. big part of this film, right? Mm-hmm. Is like we take for granted so many things. Every my day, annoying, yeah. my aunt, my annoying sister and her yeah. husband. And it's like, why can't we find our common ground and learn mm-hmm. to enjoy each other's company and enjoy what we have to offer as opposed to what we find annoying before it's too late, you know? Yeah. 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 Max's relationship to his Omi. uh, I I don't know that sadly, I don't think I ever had that necessarily with my grandmother. You don't think Molly me with your Mimi? Not the same. I mean, yeah, my Mimi were close, but 
<laughs> my Mimi's a little feistier than she is. <laughs> She's a little less calm. Yeah. <laughs> She's a little fiery redhead. Yeah. She'd I, stomp I, around the house, talking to herself, mumbling, yeah. cussing out my grandpa. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> she wouldn't like the baked cookies in the kitchen kind of grandma. Right. But, I just <laughs> but we mean, did like, have you, moments like that. We did have moments like that. Yeah, I guess. You, you yeah. can tell that Max and his Omi are especially close. Mm-hmm. Like, and that, and I, I'm sure that you, you had that with your, uh, uh, Nani? Nani. 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 Yeah. yeah. You had that with your yeah. Nani? I wasn't as my brother Tony would be the Max in that in gotcha. that scenario. My cousin, yeah. my cousin Rachel would be the Max to my. Okay, mother. okay, yeah. I yeah. think that I think that Campbell has that relationship with my mom. Mm-hmm. I think Campbell's the yeah Campbell's yeah the he's the Max with, and yeah, I think that my mom so Nana is his is his Omi, you know. Only her mm-hmm. back like her the the traditions that she'd be talking about would be, you know. Like, mm-hmm. she'd still be baking she cookies. She used to bake cookies all the time when we would go for Christmas. In honor of the Christmas spirit, I'm going to hold hold back what I was going to say about her <laughs> traditions. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but uh, but her her and Campbell, because Campbell, we used to go to Christmas every year. We travel to Arkansas to see them, and every we stayed year. longer. We always longer. Stayed the yeah, longest. and and Campbell yeah. was a baby, and they formed a very close relationship. Mm-hmm. And my mom is here now with us in Pittsburgh because of Campbell. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and she would be the one, like they have a shorthand. Out of of 23 or 24 grandchildren. Yep. She moved, she moved here. And, Mm -hmm. and I do think they have a shorthand that I didn't have with my grandmother. The other ones are listening. Don't worry. They're not. <laughs> no one's listening to this. I'm going to be listening to it Wait, four months listening. from now. Got it. This is just a practice yeah. run, then. It's a practice run. Okay, great. After after Michelangelo called Joseph the biggest cuck in the world, I think most of my family most of my family turned it off real, real quick. Oh yeah, everybody's tuned out. Yeah, they were yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. don't need this. Yeah. I don't need this in my life. Yeah. Um, how about yeah. the sound design on this movie? <laughs> Hell yeah. That's a natural uh, transition. Yeah. It's the sound on this film is like, I wish I had seen, like if I ever have a chance to see this in a theater, I want to take it mm-hmm. up because it's like just watching it like at home with my AirPods in was like, you you, you could just tell like, oh man, this must've been like a phenomenal experience in the theater. Mm-hmm. And especially when they do get pulled out the window again at the end when he says, oh great. Um, the, like the little cartoon, little yeah, the little sound effect when yeah. I was like, oh, the man, that's runs so off. great. It's so fun. Yeah. Spe- yeah. Speaking yeah, of cartoons, there there is a lot of Adult Swim connections within this, uh, not only in some set dressing, but like some of the voice talent used in this. I think Michael Doherty has, you know, being an animator, he has uh, um, a connection to and he's he's from the same era of a lot of the adult adult swim people seth green does some voice work in yeah. this um oh, he does. uh justin roland uh does some voice work in this um getting gideon, gideon emery is krampus uh uh yeah they have some you know voiceover yeah. animation people involved yeah nice quality quality performance yeah michael doherty comes from like that like, like pre even Adult Swim, like he was like he had animations on TV. He did stuff. Yeah, on, in, in New York. Yeah. yeah, 
He, yeah, NYU. He's got speak. the. Uh, if you haven't seen the um, trick or treat uh, cart, what, what is that called again? We did uh, seasons greetings. Seasons greeting. His his sort of like yeah. uh, trick or treat prequel. Uh, uh, before really he made the film, like when he was a like a, a it was a, it's like student film essentially, and it's oh yeah, it's animated, it's fantastic. The animation um, in this thing when Omi's telling her oh, backstory, yeah, 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 when she does the oh, backstory, oh, I love oh man, that, that animation! Oh my is gosh, that also, is this, um, this um like cinematic color palette of this film is very much my, I love, it's like my vibe too. When you said the animation, it made me think of that. Because it's like cool. Well, it's actually like really yellow and warm in the beginning. And then when it gets cold, it's like real blue yeah. and dark and everything's like high contrast. And then the cartoon, the animation is like kind of grungy. and It's it's dark. like the art of Henry Selleck. And I, I thought Henry Selleck Robert, too. Mm-hmm. That's what makes uh, sense. Robert uh, Avina. Mm-hmm. I'm probably saying that wrong, but he's the director of the cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Oh, you know, that's that, going like, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic segment. I love that segment, and I want, love it. I want one of the. You know, I'm surprised I haven't seen like. Um, obviously, this wasn't as popular as like Nightmare Before Christmas or something. Sure. Um, but like, I'm surprised I haven't seen a Krampus Bell. At like Forbidden Planet or oh, because like, you know, I've tried to wait. I've tried to buy the bell ornament. And you can only, they're hard to get. They're hard to get. Yeah. You can get them from Weta. They're like 45 bucks. I was looking this morning. I was like, I'm going to try again. You can get them on Etsy. But I'm like, I don't know what the quality is going to be. You know? You know, if you, if you, I have this uh, candle that you've been enjoying the scent of here. And it's the, uh, whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Freddie sweater scented candle, which is a <laughs> Halloween themed Christmas candle. Love that. Um, uh, it doesn't smell like it. I imagine a sweater would be smelled disgusting. Yeah, this smells very, yes. very like oh. Christmassy. Yeah. Hmm. It's probably not what like farts like. and burnt skin, mm. blood, mm. BO. BO. Yeah. You think that Freddie sweater smells like farts? Oh, for sure. <laughs> do you think that sure. Freddie is like, just extra gassy or wh- why do you say that freddy's farting his victims are farting there's the dog with the human <laughs> face that's farting oh um, yeah that's yeah you know it's and it's a thick old wool sweater in a furnace yeah. area yeah, it's like there's a yeah. lot of farts yeah it's a lot of farts he's eating he's probably eating like uh when he was alive he's probably eating like cans of beans you know yeah. And yeah. that's like a lot people. of fun. He's not washing that thing properly. It's, it's has right. been washed in years and years and years, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's got the devil's farts on there too. Or ever. Was, has yeah. it ever been washed? Maybe I don't never. think it's ever been washed ever. Yeah, maybe never. No. I don't think yeah. anything he's wearing has ever been never. washed ever. It was a new outfit. Well, I, yeah. I disagree. I, a, I, he wore, I, he put it on. No, I, I think <laughs> it's, I think it's canon that he was Is in he a bathtub funny? at some point. So everything got washed. I don't think that's what are you uh, talking about? That's canon. Is he making uh, a Nightmare joke that we both of us don't uh, understand? No, the one of the most epic scenes from the first movie is him in the bathtub. His cl- glove comes up. Oh, fair enough. You're right. Yeah, it he's not watched. in the he's bathtub. Nancy is in the bathtub. Well, he's in say, too. He's like it's his hand. Yeah, but he's under the tub. He's, he's not, under he's the tub. Yeah, his arm is just reaching out. Yeah, yeah. He's not in the water, Mickey. 
It is in the water. His hand is in the He's water. Not his and hand you, only. But you, I don't want to listen. Hold on, hold I think on, hold we on. all know we're, how we're bathtubs cut. work. Okay, Bat. okay. Bat. We do know how bathtub works. I'm going to cut this conversation because we need yeah. to talk about the movie at hand. But yes. what do you do when you're in a warm, cozy bath, relaxing? You probably are so relaxed that you fucking fart. So it's full of Nancy's <laughs> farts too. Okay, so it doesn't matter. Point, point well made. Point well made. Okay. Point well made. Um, and back to the show. Speaking of like the puppets in this and when you were talking about like uh, uh, yeah. the behind the scenes stuff, the look of joy on all of the like puppet puppeteers and puppet makers faces when they have they're talking about their pu- like they're so happy to be making something so creepy and cute and like, this. oh, you got to check it out. It is. It's, it's fantastic. There is. We didn't watch this version. We all watched the theatrical release, but there right. is the naughty or nice version that's Green Factory or Chef Factory released on uh, Blu-ray that has the extended deleted scenes. From what I've heard, I haven't seen it. From what it, I've yeah. heard, it's not. It's like all the special features are great on it, and that makes it worth it. And the artwork. Uh, for it is fantastic that's for the cover box is oh, yeah. is wonderful they do they always do such a great job with it uh it harkens back to like to the 80s artist like the artist actually making a painting of the film um uh but the 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 actual film itself it's like i don't Not know this the runtime on this is fantastic it, it 97 moves. yeah i don't i don't need a no, 2 hour and 15 minute version no. of this yeah no, no. it's perfect yeah. It get, and it gets it gets like you you walk into chaos and then it just gets more chaotic, right? It starts, and it yeah. starts like it starts like any Christmas comedy hey, chaotic. family. Well, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, you know it it yeah. starts there and then it wastes no time in being like, let's get into it. You know, I think mm-hmm. that's also immediately identify with like the National Lampoon. Yeah. Uh, Christmas vacation. That's what I kept saying. I was like, it's very National Lampoon. It's a very national. And what are we gonna do about food? Oh, there's yeah. plenty of leftovers in the fridge. Beer it is. Yeah. You know? yeah. And then and like as they all barrel through the front door, you know, and yeah. Dorothy, the sister, the baby that smells like poop, the you know. Yeah, yeah. the the daughters who are upset because the Steelers lost. Oh, right, right. We they, didn't even mention that. And they that leave, yet. they left the baby in the car. They all yeah, forgot the baby in the car. <laughs> yeah. 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 Western Pennsylvania. And yeah. then, you know, the, the trope of like, ah, <laughs> uh, we're all anti-gun until a fucking shit come, you know, until like yeah. you fucking need a gun. And then it's like, thank God, this guy has guns and he's fucking crazy. <laughs> Why do all the rich people get the good presents? He said, or something like that. Uh-huh. Get the good, oh, yeah. get the good wrapping or something. Yeah. And the, and the trope stuff. of like of like don't worry I'll stay up all night and watch over he everything. Yeah, he's on the man. It's just so, like so, a cut to he's totally actually that asleep. is the thing that I like <laughs> yeah. too. There are very predictable moments. All of these moments are very predictable. You know what's going to happen, but it works. It works. Well, you're not mad. You're not mad that you knew that he was going to be asleep because it just works. Yeah. A shepherd's got to protect his flock. Shepherd's, shepherd's got to protect, protect his flock. flock. And I, I I like the evolution of their relationship, Adam Scott and his relationship mm-hmm. of like, mm-hmm. you know, and uh-huh. where, where he's like, you know, I'm really starting to like you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so don't fucking be a pussy right now, mm-hmm. basically. And that and yeah. like a real and the, but again, like that moment could be very cheesy. Mm-hmm. But 
feels very real because grounded you know, performances yeah. are very grounded. Yeah, they yeah, really. Adam Scott's like whoa, you know. Yeah. Tony Collette and Adam Scott really should do another film together. They're I really, agree. they're really fantastic together. They're He's wonderful. Uh, question: Are you letting your daughter walk out in a crazy ass blizzard? This like, is what's what... happening. Okay, <laughs> to a... go to her boyfriend's house when zero houses have lights. There is okay. no cell phone service. You, you two are the ones with children. So, a that's the first part of the question, and then b, um. Adam Scott's, why you know the the whole like we have to wait this out like the the trajectory of like what he wants to do as a father versus what is responsible and I, I'm very curious to know both of your guys's opinions as being parents but also Mickey in particular um, what your instinct as a parent is versus what your training in the military tells you to do and what you would follow so like what is where where are you guys at there? Molly, are you letting your daughter walk out to the boyfriend's house? Uh, my reaction is the same as Tony Collette's reaction. And then Mickey reacts the same as Adam Scott. And I think I like to say that, no, are you kidding? No, no, you're not. No. Um, but in reality, you might go, all right, it's two houses down. Hurry up. Yep. Come right back. Like, but it is a blizzard, have, though. It's a blizzard. But we, a blizzard. Blizzard. But we have blizzard, lived. But also, we have lived the situation. We have. Yes, <laughs> we have had a teenage son who will go out in a blizzard in a pandemic, oh, anything to, to, to be to his with his girlfriend. House. Oh, and yeah, we, yeah, yeah. And we yeah. know that that no matter what yeah. you do, you yeah, yeah. I mean, because because yeah. I I totally understood as a parent. You're like, okay, she's. A teen, she's older, she's responsible. It's like if we say no, yeah, it's gonna be good. a fight. She's not like it's she, gonna be yeah. a fight. Do we what you know, choose your battles is what they're doing. Yeah. So it's yes, Christmas. it's bad out there, yeah. but they live in the north. They've he's, had and maybe he's before. two houses down. Yeah, she's got her boots on, she's got all yeah. of her stuff. It's not like she's like wandering out mm -hmm. irresponsibly yeah. in yeah. Yeah. She's like, please just let me, you know, I'll come right back or whatever. Now I, I will yeah. say that when it comes to emotionally how i feel as a dad once we know she's missing it would be very hard for me to hunker down and protect the whole family knowing that one of my kids is out there Same. i would be almost more like yeah. um the uh the brother-in-law and feel like this is how i handle things and just going out on my own to try to find her even though knowing that's <laughs> the dumbest thing even though it's like there, there's some sort of like crazy monsters out there and people no, are no, missing. I, 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 I no, 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 but like now we're, we're at that point. Now we're at that point. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, it's, it's tough to say, man. I, 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 there's, it's impossible to say until you're in the situation, yeah. but like yeah. your, your parental things and then your military training of like what well, it's, the military, well, the military training is, would definitely be to, to stay put, like board things down and, you know, reevaluate supplies and be prepared you know it's preparedness is number one right it's like you know you like there's this whole thing in in um in iraq where snipers would uh shoot someone and they just sit and wait because they knew that the emotions of soldiers mm, would get over yeah. them and they go to save the guy and they just pick off another one and then before long you got six people just sitting there picked off because we tried to go save each other and the rule of 
kind of Iraq was no, if, if he goes down and there's still an active shooter in the area taking people out, you know, you, mm-hmm. you, you wait. you're safe, you're safer as a unit to let him, mm-hmm. you leave him out there, you know? That's you a logical point yourself. of view, but what, what happens yeah. when it's your child and is it different? You don't have a daughter, but like, do you think it might be different if it was your daughter versus your son? Yes. I also think that if, I mean, not for me, it wouldn't be, I don't think it would be different if it were daughter or son, but I do think that if I were the parent that discovered the boyfriend's house to be ransacked and like a, <laughs> I, I, I would have, that would have been a freak out moment for me for sure. Oh yeah. 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 So yeah, everyone, everyone gets we it. We like our kids. Yeah. We like Every, our kids. Everyone gets it in the end of this film. Max, despite like, I'm going to be He's... a badass and then I'm going to apologize. Mm-hmm. He just ends mm-hmm. up getting thrown. By, by the way, Krampus. He's wearing like, he looks like he murdered Santa and is wearing mm-hmm. Santa's face over his like demon face that we're not allowed to see. Yep. Oh mm-hmm. my God, he looks great. Um, yeah. So he throws Sam down into this pit. And then we wake up and we think, oh. Oh, everything's great. It was just a it dream. It was just a dream. Or it, was or it a, wasn't a dream. It worked. So what do you, what do you think, the uh, for you guys, what, what, does, what is this, what do you the think ending. happened and what does that mean to you? You want to go, Molly, or you want me to go? You can go. Um, I have a thought, but you can go. Well, I I, th- I think there are two popular theories out there. Um, I but what's yours? To... That's what okay. I'm not interested in. All the other popular theories. Yeah. Then 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 mine is Don't knowing the director, knowing the director, and knowing what I've just gone through with this family, and the nature of this film. I believe that Krampus watches over households through snow globes, and that it did work. That Max said the right thing, which was, I wish we could just go back to what Christmas used to be. And I think in Krampus's mind, that's when Christmas wasn't about Coca-Cola, Santa Claus, you know, buying all the expensive stuff, dressing over finances. And so Krampus is giving him back because he's like, this kid is one of the good ones. I don't have to let him live a life with this because we know that he's done that with Omi. He's let her live a life with dead, with you know, but she, she, he gives him a reset. But he has a snow globe where he'll continue to keep his eye and make sure Max lives up to his promise, which is making that, that makes that more interesting. sense. That actually yeah. makes more sense because I was thinking opposite. I, okay. I would think I was thinking that you think it worked. But then once you see they're in the snow globe, I almost thought it was kind of a purgatory of like reliving mm-hmm. the Christmas, mm-hmm. like that the, then the family has to relive the, it over and over, perhaps. Who knows? And that he has now collected a new snow globe. That because he got that family, that is a new snow globe. That's what my thinking was. Mm-hmm. But I like the idea of the snow globes being like 
the watching. Mm-hmm. So you like the happy ending. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think <laughs> that yeah. Mickey, that Mickey, yeah, that mine thought, is mine is way darker. Yeah, mine, yeah, mine that, is, Mickey, that thought didn't even going back to what I was the Krampus identifying with Krampus, that that thought didn't even occur to me, but I like it. And yeah, uh, yeah me I either. I, I like it too. I I definitely see it as a possibility, but my mind does not go there. It's like where does your mind oh, go? Oh, they're dead and they're yeah. stuck in this hell. In the snow globe. Yeah. That's what I think. And that's the snow globe. And it's like, okay, you think you, you, you know, whatever lessons you th- you've thought you've learned. Okay, let's see if you can apply them uh, because you're living this out yep. over and over again for yeah. eternity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what, you know? yeah, that's, I think they all are gone, stuck in the snow globe. But I, don't but know, I, I like your I like yours, Mickey. Like, oh, well, I taught yeah, a lesson, too. but now the ever watchful eye is on you, and I yep. will come back if I need yep. to. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, hey, who, who knows? He's the shadow side of Santa. Yeah, Santa shadow. He's he's Santa shadow. So those are both kind of the theories out there in the world. The one that I said, and the one that you said. Yeah, you I know? think they both hold water. And like, I don't want to know mm-hmm. what the I truth do. is. I, I would. I, I want to know. <laughs> I would love to see like a sequel that it's just me. about the the like just the the Krampus Snow and his globe? and his oh. stuff doing doing their their thing. Like what like what Krampus does on a day to day basis, like yeah, outside yeah. of yeah. torturing families. Yeah, like what's the rest of his year? What's he do for fun? Yeah, how do you relax? Yeah, how do you relax, how Krampus? He well, he likes snow globes. Um, speaking of uh, evil uh, Yuletide traditions, uh, Chris, friend of the podcast, um, is in Iceland, and he sent Ooh. me these beautiful photos of these giant um, lit up statues of these cats. And in Ice, in Iceland, they have this. Uh, it's called. I can't say the Icelandic name, but it's like the Yule try, cat the or the Christmas cat, and it's like, it's like a, it's a giant cat, but not a jungle cat. It looks like a house cat from the images I've seen, but it's like a giant house cat that, like, in it, it's like it does tricks or treats, and it's like one of the rules is if you're a child and you didn't get any new clothes for Christmas Eve. It comes and it drags you into the mountains, the snowy mountains, and eats you. And it's, I was like, what? That has nothing. You could be good all year, but your parents don't buy you clothing, and this cat eats you? And I, I was looking into it. I haven't done enough research, but I was looking into it, and it's like, I guess it has something to do with, like, uh, like they wanting the, uh, the farmers to uh, fully harvest the yule, the, uh, the wool harvest. Uh, uh, before winter comes, so it's like I guess they created the story to get the kids all scared to motivate the parents to harvest the wool so that clothing was available. Like I, I don't know, but it it, it sounds really cool. You should look motivator. it up. Look okay. up the Yule cat or the Christmas cat in Iceland. Very yeah. interesting. All right. Look, what does Krampus? What What are you taking away from Krampus? to help you mm. celebrate mm-hmm. Christmas mm-hmm. fully and enjoy the holiday season. Molly. Good times. I can go. Do you want me to go? I, I, I it, it, you know, I'll, I'm going to be echoing myself, but, uh, 
you, you learning to appreciate what you have and and not the ideals of what you want or uh it's not about settling but it's like you know your family is your family so you got to just find a way to appreciate what they have to offer find a way to appreciate this time of year reflect on uh, who you are inside, what you truly believe and what you truly feel. And hopefully that's a good thing. And you can share that with other people and like, don't get caught up in all of the bullshit stuff, all of the appearances and things. It's really, it's like my favorite thing about this time of year that I've come to embrace is like, I want to sit down with people I care about. Mickey, you, Mickey was, Mickey was, was traveling uh, and happened to be with me on one of the nights of Hanukkah, Allie and I and our cats. And like, I got to tell you, just making dinner, sitting down, lighting the candles. It was, it was, that's, that to me is like, that's what winter is all about is like coming together over a meal in, in, you know, candlelight and firelight and like, just like talking and enjoying stories. Little soft jazz, little soft jazz music. music, some nice candles. Yes. There was no jazz back, music. Back rubs. There's some good back rubs in there. Oh dear, There's he's turning he's turning this into something that it wasn't. Um, but <laughs> but like that's that's what it is to me. It's about it's about coming together and sharing the bounty of what we have with e with each other, for sure. Despite how much I hate Mickey. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we make it like, work. Deal with it. Yeah. Just make the best of what you got. You know. Yeah. 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 So what do you guys take away? I think I think what it, what I take away from Krampus it's it's similar to what I did last time every time it's it is so easy during this time of year to think about presents buying shit and uh, and being consumer culture driven and when you watch it you realize it's like man it's all about just like family and relationships that's what it is you know. So it's a, it? it's a Fast and Furious movie. So it's Fast and Furious. Family. Yeah, it's all about, it's all about family. Yeah. What about, yeah. about yeah. family? Family. <laughs> that, was, that was my Vin Diesel. That wasn't too bad. That's pretty good. That's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's family. It's family. No, it's getting worse. Okay, I'm going to stop. Yeah, but yeah, that's stop. what it's about. That's what it's about. And, and, and whatever that means to you, because I, I don't want it to make it sound like, because I know like I have people and I have friends that just cannot be around, you know, intimate family time around the holiday and that's perfectly fine you know so it's like when i say it's about family i mean it's about it's about fast and furious <laughs> but <laughs> no, you know but what i mean the, there, there is this uh in, in, in philosophy i took these philosophy classes and in philosophy there's a saying that the the teacher is the person in front of you which yes. means like even if the person in front of you is this fucking piece of shit they're yeah. teaching you something yeah. at that moment and try yeah. to take something positive out of it. But yeah, you're right. I mean, like, yeah. you know, you don't have to invite people who have uh, scarred you and hurt you throughout Boxing your life. You don't have yeah. to spend, you don't yes. have to spend this time of year yes. with them. <laughs> no. But if you find yourself having to be with certain people making the best of it and trying to yes. come to some sort of reconciliation with yourself, maybe, I don't know. Mm -hmm. you, you're talking about something a little deeper and a little yeah. darker, but, but yeah, can, I, I yeah, hear you. It's, it's, I, go ahead, Molly. Molly. I think 
you got to find a better hiding spot for your Christmas list. <laughs> First of all. Good. Yep. Yep. Surface level of it. Know that when your mean bully cousins are coming over, you got to hide that shit because that is something they will take advantage of. They will read it out loud at the dinner table and there's going to be a fight. Yep. Uh, that's about it. Yeah. Keep Aunt Man, you Dorothy really drunk. got to the heart of the Christmas spirit. <laughs> keep, keep Aunt Dorothy drunk. That's keep that's her and, way. And yeah. and listen, when Aunt Dorothy shows up, you got to have that nog ready. Yeah. yeah. And don't send her off with the kids if you don't want your kids drinking peppermint sh- peppermint schnapps around the dinner table with Aunt Dorothy. Um, who do we recommend this film to? Hmm. I think first and foremost, I'm going to say, do you like 80s Joe Dante horror? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say that's your wheelhouse and you've not seen Krampus, but you got to watch Krampus. You'll love it. You'll love it. Um, that That's where I'm going first. I also think that this is, if you're looking for a fun holiday horror to watch with friends, definitely one. Definitely one. You know? That this is the one to go with, and that's where I'm going to stem to stay right there. Those yeah. two people. I, I also think it's a fun one you could watch with, like, you know, your older kids. Like, be a great one to watch with, like, Campbell, thirteen, fourteen, twelve. I don't know. Be fun. Uh, I, I I agree with what you with what you guys have said. Yeah, it's like if you're looking for Christmas horror, this is definitely on the absolute yeah. positive list of like things to check out for sure. It's fun, it's scary, it's heartfelt. Um it has a variety of different things going on it and 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 like the special effects and like if you want to see CGI used at its best, I mean this like this really? is really it. This is this is the bee's knees. Um mm-hmm. Depending on your uh, uh, kid too, it might be like I think I, I yeah maybe not too young because they might be scared. Be unless scared. unless your kid like is obsessed with horror stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. Listen, like yeah, I, mean. I don't like, think depends, I. This is this is more adult I mean. for sure. It depends. I, on I the kid, yeah. I, I had my kids watching Poltergeist in third grade. This, uh, this is, is why you can you can go young. You can go <laughs> young. I don't know, but this is. I think you can go young, but I do think that it might be scary. Like, I think Krampus would be really scary. I, I think because if you have a kid who particularly, like, loves Christmas, like, there's something uh, about, like, it. oh, okay, you have a ghost story, and that's it. scary. But to ruin the most special yeah, time of year. But I also, yeah. you know, that fire and brimstone, like, hey, you fucking better behave yourself or this fucking guy yeah. is coming mm-hmm. for you. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, Could I, be a tactic. I think, Could be a good I, tactic to use. Hey, I think a Christmas, Christmas Carol. You want that? I think a Christmas Carol's got some scary shit going on. It does, but it's, it's not like this. I mean, Looney Tunes are kind of <laughs> evil too. But, you know. <laughs> true, true. I guess Krampus is a little more <laughs> monstery than. But, but I dude, do think it would be fun. Like I, the ghost, I, of, if, the ghost of Christmas Future is scary. It we is. Could it is. Campbell to watch it with us, you know. Yeah, I. I love this movie. I'm I'm glad you guys watched it. And uh, yeah, Fun one. I'm I'm hoping for a sequel. I'm hoping for a couple of Mike Doherty sequels. Well, have you yeah. heard anything on Trick or Treat um, Two? Trick or Treat Two is in development. 
I don't think awesome. I don't think I don't think he has anything on this in development. Uh, but I will say, if you enjoyed this, a recommendation I would give to you. We're not sponsored by Shutter or the Last In Drive In with Joe Bob Briggs, but there is a film called A Christmas Horror Story. And it's like okay. an anthology Christmas horror film. Mm. And Joe Bob did it last year, I believe, on the last drive-in, his Christmas special. It's if you want to see a cool, some cool Krampus stuff that doesn't suck, because there's a lot out there that sucks, that th- this movie has some cool stuff. And it also has a Santa Claus whose elves become infected with the zombie virus. And awesome. what he has to do to survive. Right. And that's sort of like the story line that connects all of the films, all yeah, the sure. short films together. Um, it's worth watching mostly if you watch it with Joe Bob. Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. Well, no, Joe, Joe Bob's film sometimes I think like if you're watching The Exorcist 3, watch that. If you haven't seen it before, watch it yeah. straight up. Don't watch it with Joe Bob because it's, sure. it's too long. It's too long. I love Joe yeah. Bob. Once you've seen The Exorcist 3, then watch it with Joe Bob. But like this, watch it with Joe Bob. It's definitely going to be better than on its own. I, I guess I didn't realize that Joe Bob did The Exorcist 3. Yeah. That's how oh. I saw it for the first time. And it is a, okay. it is, it is a brilliant film. It's a good Anyways. movie. Anyways. George Bernard Shaw. Jo- no. George Bernard. <laughs> no, no, no. Not George Bernard Shaw. What's the actor? The actor. What's his name? We always fall apart play, at the end of the play, podcast. Play Patton. Who played so, Patton? So Mickey can't remember this actor's name. Mickey, where can people landing. follow us on, on uh, social media? If you want to join us on social media, please follow us at the return slot underscore four pod on Instagram. And if you want to join us on Letterbox, we're also on Letterbox. <laughs> but that's it. That's it, people. Rate, <laughs> review, follow. We're old fashioned. We got a video good. store. We're not, we're not streaming this shit. Except if you're listening to it, then you, I guess it is. Is it streaming? Is. Yeah. yeah, this is streaming. This would be called streaming. Podcast stream. Um, we're anti successful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but oh my gosh, I got to tell you how happy I am uh, um, uh, and merry I am and cheerful I am to uh, be in the basement tonight. With the with the Christmas tree and the mm. fire burning and the Christmas ale with the you, Krampus listener. Bells jingling. George C. Scott, he played Ebenezer Scrooge. Yes, I knew that. Oh, I just wanted shit. to really stress out Mickey. This is, I you know, I'm surprised you got a signal down here. Um, uh, <laughs> but uh, I am so thankful to have you both in my life oh, and to appreciate that, buddy. have this video store and to watch Christmas horror films with you guys and share it with you and share it with the world through our podcast. And it just makes me so happy. And like, uh, again, thank you, Mickey, for helping me to embrace uh, everything this time of year has to offer and like really turning me around and turning like what was a very depressing, anxiety ridden time of year and turning it into like, uh, a time of like fun traditions and participating in this like great winter festival story. So thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, here's to here's to the winter holidays. Bye.